Blog Talk Radio. Wrestling has more than one royal family. Welcome to another edition of Sports Women Legend. Along with my co-host, Macaulay Matthew, I'm, of course, William Mamo. What's up, Mac? What's going on? 
Hey, what's up? How's it going? Glad to have you on the show, man. I'm doing good, man. Good, Join good. this, um, you know, this, um, you know, holy weekend right here. We're having Easter weekend. So, that's right. That's right. So I'm glad to have you uh, on the show as always. Yeah, glad to be on as usual. And uh, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for coming on the show. Uh, thank you for, for tuning in to Sports of Religion. Again, I'm William Ramo. He's Macaulay Matthew. On today's show, um, you know, we're going to be talking about uh, the Mets and the Yankees, um, you know, opening day, opening uh, week so far. Um, we'll also talk about the Knicks finally clinching uh, the, their playoff spot second in three years as they're going to face their destiny and uh, face Donovan Mitchell, the guy who should have been a Nick. They're going to, you know, this is the matchup we, we, you know, we all thought would happen. It's going to, it's going to happen. We're going to talk about that. Uh, and of course, yeah, we'll talk about the Nets uh, clinching as well. And last but not least, we'll, we'll give you our thoughts on the WrestleMania 39 uh, that went down last week. We'll give you our thoughts, the the hits, the misses. But one thing you can always be sure of is that, you know, we're going to give you our brutal honesty of what we thought about, uh, you know, this, this pay-per-view event, as always. So, again, you know, most importantly, you know, we'd love to hear from you. Um, tell us what you think about any of these topics, especially this WrestleMania that just went down last week. Feel free to give us your thoughts, and if you want to do that, please feel free to call us at 563-999-3529. That's 563-999-3529. So feel free to talk about any of these topics and more. We'd love to hear from you. Um, but, yeah, with that said, yeah, let's, let, let's, uh, let's lead off with some baseball. You know, we finally, finally got some baseball, um, since, um, what, last, last Thursday, or I should say this, this past Thursday, um, you know, we finally got some baseball, um, you know, um, the, the Mets, uh, you know, they did their dom their typical dominance on you know opening day they defeated the um the Marlins won 3 out of 4 uh you know dominated dominated that series uh you know Serge you know he he didn't have a dominant performance in opening day but he got he pitched three games uh gave up uh, I think two home runs if I'm not mistaken one of the home runs uh tied the game up 3-3 but uh, the Mets were able to come back um, and uh, score score some runs for him, and uh, he he proved he proved to get the game winner that opening day. And um, which, believe it or not, Mets statistically have the best winning percentage in opening day than any other team in Major League history. And folks, in case you didn't know, Mets have lost their first eight no, um, opening days. From 62 to 69, they lost they lost their eight straight opening days. The the very first game after they won their first World Series, that's when they finally won opening day on in the newer decade, 1970s. So literally, the Mets 
won the World Series before they won opening day the following year in a new decade, 1970. So, and ever since then, Mets, Mets record has been impressive. Like, you, 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 you could hardly beat them, you know. So, I mean, props to the Mets. They, they you know, they uh, dominated in uh, Miami, uh, finished three out of one, and then – the brew crew came. We came to the. We came to to Milwaukee, and I don't know, man. The Mets must have been drunk off their um, off the off their ambitious start in Miami. You know the, the you know in Milwaukee. You know, the land of uh, you know beer and cheese. They must, I don't know, man. They they must have hanged out with the Fonz, like Vernon Shirley, or something like that. But because they were. They didn't show up. They did not show up in in Milwaukee. Those like, Milwaukee fans, those Milwaukee fans, uh, uh, poisoned your drinks because you're trying to get Aaron <laughs> Rodgers away from their town. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that that makes that makes sense because, man, you know you know uh, Bernie the Brewer, right? The, their mascot. Yeah. You know, every time he, you know, they hit a home run, he he goes on the slide, right? Yep. Dude, Serger's like next start. My goodness, dude. Like, Serger. Like, I'm not even joking, man. Serger, in his, his last start, this guy gave up back-to-back-to-back home runs. Man. Bernie the Brewer didn't even have a chance to to, to, to go after the, the first home he run. He had to keep going up he the slide. Had to, he barely had, to, had a chance that he had to go back up and slide down again and then go back <laughs> up and slide down again. Then the next inning, he gave up like back to back again, and then that's when oh, they took man. him out. So like it was crazy. It was like insane. It was insane, man. Like Bernie yeah. the Brewer, like literally almost died on the slide. He almost, <laughs> he almost had a heart attack and slid down. Like, like it was crazy. And, and now I'm noticing. I don't know if they, the Brewers ever did this before, but now it's like they have like this this special effect when they when they do the um after the home run they like have like this NWO black and white foggy, you know, thunderstorm kind of, you know, um, I think they had the alarm, too, going off. It was like it was like this NWO black and white thing. On the screen? Yeah, on the screen. Like, they like they turned the whole stadium black and white while the, while the thing was going down. I'm like, it was like, it was crazy. <laughs> wow. It was insane. I, I got to see the highlights of this now. <laughs> it was insane. It was insane, man. They were acting like it was like a rainfall because he, you know, I guess he hit. The, they hit them out of the ballpark, and you know, I guess they they must have hit a cloud or something. Wow. But man, it was. Man, that series was embarrassing. They 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 swept the crap out of it. That was their that was their home opener. You know, their home opening series too, because they they um I think they won the series in Chicago, but they um they didn't hit no home runs whatsoever. I think they won two out of three, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, man, the Brew Crew, man, they just man, you would have thought it was the '82 Brewers, you know, the Harvey Wallbanger gang that lost, you know, um, what was it, Game Seven to Keith Hernandez's um, um, St. Louis Cardinals, you know, you like they, you guys. they destroyed, like they destroyed us, man. It was scary. It was scary how they destroyed us, man. Like, but thank God we came back home. Got that home cooking. Uh, we were supposed to open. Uh, we were supposed to have our home opener on Thursday, but um, I think they felt the weather was going to be too hot to play. 
So they they pushed it back to Friday. And, you know, home cooking, man. The Mets bounced back. Tyler McGill pitched uh, two years in a row, you know, um, you know the home opener, won both games. I think he's the, the last pitcher to do it since, I think, uh, Tom Terrific, Tom Seaver. I think he's the, the only person to start off, like, pitch two two opening days and won them both, I think, if, I, if I'm mistaken. Uh, I think he struck out, like, I think at least eight both both games or something, something like that. I'd have to really look at the, I'd have to look again what the statistic was because the, the, the statistic was he did something, but for the first time, like, I think only Seaver only did it. Which, I mean, hey, anytime you're in Seaver, you're in the company of Seaver, you know you're doing something good with the Mets. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, you're in Bible school. If someone, you know, mentions something, hey, if it's something good, just say Jesus and, you know, you're, you're pretty much going to be right. You know, with the Mets, if it's a great statistic on the Mets, you know, pitching-wise, you say Tom Seaver, you know, 99% of the time you'll get it right. So that's, that's um, you know, you know, shout-out to Tyler McGill. Oh, yeah, Verlander, he was supposed to start um, the home opener, but he got hurt. So uh, Verlander think he'll come back some. He'll he'll make his Met debut sometime um, uh, later this month. And uh, yeah, he Verlander got a, a huge standing ovation. Um, Edwin Diaz, man, Edwin Diaz, he had a standing ovation too. Like uh, Harry Rose was doing the, um, you know, he was the the master of ceremony as usual. And he was like, "Oh yeah!" And there was one more guy we we we, we didn't um we didn't bring out. And then they played the. I'm like, who? I'm like, who? Did they sign somebody? Is this like a, a Roger Clemens goodness gracious kind of moment when you, when he, <laughs> when he came out? You know, when he resigned with you guys in like what was it, '07 or so? So I'm like, who's this guy? So then once once uh you know um the you know the Timmy Trumpet song, the Narco song came up. I'm like, oh shoot, it's Eddie. I mean, <laughs> Edwin Diaz. So, so then you know he he came out on you know on crutches um you know to salute the fans, and um you know that was um a sign of good things to come because uh, Alonzo he hit his um his 150th home run so that makes him he he passed Carlos Delgado six all time in home run you know in in home runs met all time at home runs, uh, man I mean um. Lindor homered that day, um, which was yesterday. Uh, Marte also homered. Um, yeah, man, Alonzo, man, he's he's man, he's he's arguably the greatest homer hitter of all time, man. Like, the yeah, he's a, the fastest uh, player to um, 150 home runs, I think, right now, right? Uh, second all time, only only Ryan Howard. Oh, okay. Only Ryan Howard has has a, um has a you know he did it in fewer games. Right, and, I, and, and if yeah. you remember, Alonso and just he, ahead of Judge, I think too. Yeah, I mean he's, yeah, man. I mean Alonso, man. We've never had we've never had a slugger like that. Only only Strawberry is the only guy, homegrown guy that we had that um, that's like a legit power hitter, you know, that yeah. Mets have ever produced. I mean, we of course we've had Piazza, we've had Dave Kingman, you know, and some other you know some other sluggers. Um, few and far in you know between but homegrown guy i mean it's you know it's 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 um strawberry and and um and um you know alonzo and then not yeah. to mention he hit a home run again today 
um, in, in today's game. Um, yeah, Kodai Sanger, man, he, I mean, he's dominated the Marlins. You know, he won his first game, struck out eight, had a, um, you know, a, um, a shaky start in the beginning. Um, in the first, what was it the that was like game three, I think, of the season um, against the Marlins in Miami. But then he, you know, that that fork ball was was working. He struck out eight, and then he had a, a rematch with them in in uh, in his city field debut. And you know, he did not disappoint the the fans. You know, he gave up a home run. He went, but he went six innings, struck out six, and um, yeah. And and then um um, was this is an Escobar? He he finally went deep. I mean, this guy is now three for what thirty something maybe. I mean he. Finally had a big hit, and um, yeah, for, um, Francisco Alvarez. You know he got called up uh, yesterday for the home opener, but he didn't. He hasn't played yet so far this year. So uh, tomorrow afternoon is going to be his um, his um, his uh, debut, his season debut. You know, after the cup of coffee he had um, um, late in the, what September of last year, but um, yeah. Um, so right now Alvarez is going to be the backup catcher to, to Nito. Navarez, the guy who they signed, he got injured. He um, I think he tore his calf or something like that. So he's gone for two months. Not to mention Quintanilla, you know, he's he's hurt. You know, he's going to be gone for like two or three months. Um, so, yeah, all in all, the Mets, they right the ship. They're losing to the Brewers, you know. Guy admit, you know, it wasn't looking good. You know, Steve Cohen wasn't panicking. You know, obviously the, the the players weren't panicking, but you know, coming to the you know to the home opener, getting swept in, in by the Brewers. You know, go, coming to the coming you know to the you know to the home opener on Friday. You know, with a you know with a losing record three and four. I mean, it wasn't a good look, but luckily for them, they they right the ship. You know, these last couple of games. And hopefully they will they'll bring the broom uh, to uh, Miami, and then it's gonna get tough. We're gonna be facing a bunch of West Coast teams, so yeah. Hopefully the Mets can uh, bounce back because right now, yeah, they're they're trailing the the, the Braves. The Braves last time I checked was like six and one. So, so you, so they basically you know they gotta um. Uh, when's the uh, how serious is this Verland injury? Um, it's not serious. It could have been, it could have been worse. Uh, but, uh, he expects to pitch yesterday. He updated us and said that he's good. He's ex- he expects to come back sometime, uh, later this month. Okay. So that's a good sign right there. I mean, yeah, that's a, okay. But yeah, we shall see with that. Uh, yeah. Um, Ruff, Darren Ruff, they, they, they finally cut him. He returns back to the Giants, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll see. You know, we'll we'll see um, if Vogel back can, you know, produce somewhat for them because they they desperately need power right now. Lindor and uh, Alonso are the only guys who are like powering the team off, uh, power wise. So, you know, we we shall see. You know, and hopefully Al- Alvarez will get a shot. You know, to to play more, but right now it looks like he's going to be the backup catcher right now. 
But uh, shifting gears, speaking of the Giants, uh, uh, you know, you boys, you know, um, you guys were playing against the San Francisco Mets because, you know, you, you had Conforto, uh, Wilmer Flores, um, J.D. Davis, and then now Ruff is signing a minor league deal. So, I mean, you guys you guys took care of uh, the Giants when they came when they came to town or came back to town since uh, obviously uh, the Giants used to call New York their home when they had Willie Mays there, you know, in the fifties. Yeah. I mean, uh, we ended up playing, uh, ended up winning the home opener against the Giants. Um, was it five? Nothing was the score in that game. Judge uh, pretty much continued where he left off last season, hitting a home run, you know, in his, uh, in his first at bat, and yeah, Cole looked great. Had I think eleven strikeouts in that game, and uh, right now we need Cole and Cortez to carry this pitching staff right now because of all these early injuries. We just had another injury. Uh, Connolly right now has, he's been placed on the IL. Um, don't know how long he's going to be on there. Loizica, Lo- uh, we just put him on the fifteen day IL with right elbow inflammation. So uh, right now, some injuries right now. So we're going to need, you know, our top two guys to step up. And so far, uh, Cortez and uh, Cole have been doing that. Cole, I think, has close to 20 strikeouts so far in his two starts, and he's won both so far. I think Cortez is also undefeated in both his starts right now. But um, we uh, ended up winning the series against the Giants at um, at Yankee Stadium. Then we ended up winning the series against the Phillies, take that two to one. And so far in this series is 1-1 with uh, Orioles won yesterday. And we ended up winning tonight 4-1. to mm-hmm. um, Stan Thanks hit so one brutal. of the hardest home runs in the, in the Camden Yards that you'll ever see. 463 yards hmm. uh, blast tonight. And um, you know, Honey Brito, I think you know, mm-hmm. that's how you pronounce his name. This dude, uh, he's looking good in his uh, first two starts here of the season. So we might have something, you know, uh, maybe we can uh, leave him on the pitching side, maybe send down Herman. And her Herman has uh, looked a bit shaky at times, especially last year. So I'm liking Brito, you know, uh, yeah. if once Severino and Rod- Rodon comes back, we might have to leave Brito in the, in his pitching staff in the starting lineup. Yeah. It was five scoreless innings. Yep. Um. Yeah, I mean, uh, in his you know in his debut, and Tonight, um, you know had another good today. You know? And in this in this game, he uh, he allowed uh, just one run and three hits. So yeah, yeah, looking good. You got you got something there. Yeah, let's hope he can continue it. And uh, right now, the only thing I'm still concerned about is the offense. Um, we're still leaving runners on base. We're not getting timely hitting. I mean, we're hitting home runs, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the Yankees, that's expected because we're the Bronx Bombers, right? But yeah. still want to see some uh, some situational uh, hitting. Situational hitting, you know. Uh, it's not whole home run all the time, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm glad we have DJ, DJ LeMayhu healthy. Wish we could have ha- um, had him in that Astros series last year. But I'm glad that he's back and he's uh, he's uh, he h- helps extend the offense a bit. But um, I think uh, we. We should have did more in the off season, you know, because now we got Josh Donaldson. We've just placed him on IL, so he's going to be injured. 
And you got uh, guys like Aaron Hicks, you know, who's still inconsistent. Uh, and then we brought up Anthony Volpe. He's a he's our starting shortstop. But, you know, he's a young player, so he's going to have his up and downs, as expected, you know, during the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now he's uh, batting under 200, so um, hopefully he can get it going soon. But uh, the offense definitely needs to improve, you know. Maybe we might have to get a midseason pickup or something. But uh, right now, standing-wise, we're 5-3. and three. Uh, We're behind the Rays, who are off to a hot start. Rays are like 8-0. and oh. They're undefeated right now. So uh, hopefully we can keep keep up with, with those guys. But we'll see. So uh, tomorrow will be the rubber game, and hopefully we can win another series to start the season. Yeah, I definitely think that's, that's, that's definitely what's going to happen. Yeah. What you got to do, win the series and uh, – Finish with a winning record. Mhm. That's all you gotta do. Just keep winning series, and uh, you'll you'll uh, you'll love what the results will be afterwards. Oh yeah, definitely. Speak and speaking of uh, you know, finishing strong and you know, getting a winning record. Uh, congrats to our New York Knicks. You know they, um. They they uh, clinched their second uh, second season out of second time in three years. They uh, you know they are um, going to the playoffs. Yeah, so congrats. Yeah. And this team uh, looks you know way better than the team that they had two years ago when they oh, were yeah. just you know carrying you know they had uh, Randall carry us through, through that through that. Um, that playoff run, you know, the, the the regular season up until, you know, that horrible, you know, series against the the Hawks. But now this this year, you know, we have a more balanced attack. You know, you got. I actually think that team uh, a few years ago played much better defense than this team. Oh yeah, yeah, hands. Yeah. Way yeah, they they played way better defense. Um, two years ago, what three years ago than than we did. Uh, you know, now we we just have a better offense. We, we're you know we're we're yeah you know we're you know we're better sharing the ball, and of course Brenton is the the X factor. Oh yeah, you know no we doubt. finally got a, a healthy a twin guard that we could rely on. Yeah, Mavericks. Uh, Mavericks. That was a bad decision. With them not re-signing um, Brunson. Because uh, now they're not going to even make the playoffs now. They trade for Kyrie, and they're not even in the playoff picture. Yeah, and funny how you mentioned that. I was going to mention them, too. Uh, because they rested most of their starters on Friday night against the Bulls, and now NBA is investigating yeah, if they did that. it on purpose, you know, yeah. to screw with the Knicks' draft uh, implica- implications, you know. I hope they get in trouble for that. I hope so, you know. We got in trouble for um for tampering, you know, you know, with uh, getting Brunson away from them. Lost the pick because of that. So, hey, we we should, you know, we shouldn't have to suffer for that for what they yeah. did on purpose. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully, uh, hopefully we won't get penalized by, you know, because of what they did. Like they literally <laughs> rest their whole team. Yeah, that's it's not smart. Mhm. Go out with pride, at least, you know. Yeah, and you're you're, you're trying to 
Like, I mean, come on. Yeah, that's embarrassing. That was that was that was straight up embarrassing. Ain't no ain't no um sugar coating it. But yeah, man, Brunson, Hart, you know, his former Villanova teammates. Um, you know, Randall went healthy. I mean, he's well, he's gonna miss this series because um, of his injury. Um, hopefully, we could find a way to to beat the win this series and uh, see what happens. Because now we're gonna be battling, um, you know, Donovan Mitchell and uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers. You know, topping. You know, you know when he's when he's in the starting lineup. You know, he produces. Um, Grimes, um, quickly. Uh, who else am I thinking? What other young guy I'm thinking of that you know who's who's been producing lately? Um, Hartstein off the bench. Yeah. Oh yeah, Hartstein man. That that guy, that guy is a um, is a underrated secret MVP of this team. Like yeah. after Brunson, like this guy's an unsung hero. This guy like he. Like he, I, he. I mean, he started. Um, what was it? Friday night. He's a he's a hard nosed player. But yeah, he's he 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 was a great pickup. That's the second best, well, third best pickup, um, this year, this this calendar year after Brunson and of course um the heart the heart trade. Yeah. Like like what Kyle Fraser said, only the busher, <laughs> only the the busher trade has you know the Knicks you know had more um, you know like. A trade, you know, produced so much for them, you know, so instantly. I agree. You know, what I mean, like, Hart, man, he has a lot of heart. You got Hart, and you got Hart, Hart, Hartenstein. You know, those guys, they've been bringing it. Hart Foundation. Yeah, you know, that, you know what? <laughs> I love that. That's that should be their that should be their their um. That should be their 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 nickname right there, Hart Foundation. <laughs> like, how 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 did I not think of that? Of course, I should have. The, the Hart Foundation fans, you know, would come up with this, man. That's that's beauty. That's beautiful, right there. Hart yeah. Foundation. That's that's Heart their Foundation. name, right there. That's it. Hart Brunson, the Hart Foundation. That's <laughs> that's literally the 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 additions that that changed the whole complexion of the team. Yeah. Uh, Barrett, he's he's played better. Um, lately, these last couple of games. Um, Grimes. Of course, quickly he's been great the whole entire year. Oh yeah, quickly says, uh, man, this oh, year man. is his breakout year. Man, he should be the sixth man. Yeah. Uh, who else am I forgetting? I know some people like... want him to start uh, in front of uh, R.J. Barrett because yeah, R.J. Hey. Barrett has been inconsistent. Uh, you get no arguments from me because um, quickly has been bringing it. You know, Barrett. You know, he got a snap out of it. I mean, he like I said, he's. He looks like he's played better these last couple of games, but quickly he's been he's been uh Barrett he, Barrett, I think uh sometimes he holds the ball too much. Kinda like Randall's sometimes. Yeah. You know? Isolation mm-hmm. a lot. Um mm-hmm. I see when there when Barrett and Randall are out of the lineup, the ball just moves much better and we run more. Yeah. Do you notice that? Yeah, it's true. The the other game we, we they had three three um Nixon, um, thirty points. Yeah, the thirty, thirty. Yeah, three Nixon with thirty, thirty or more points. 
and that's the first time we they had Knicks uh, 30, 30 point scores, three thirty point scores, uh, you know, in a game. First time since what nineteen seventy nine. Um, and of course, all of the Pearl Monroe was one of the the, the players that that uh, that year. So this was the first time since the three point era, because uh, the three point era started in nineteen eighty. So yeah. that was the first time that you know since the, the three-point era that the you had um what well, in history because they had i think what i think all of them had like five five um five three-pointers i think in the game too yeah so either way you want to look at Damian history as well so yeah man top top in i mean he um yeah i mean we we, we gotta get more playing time for this guy you know you know because this guy I think he's he's averaging like what ten ten points ten minutes or so, or or, or a little over that, and you know he he gets the bang for his buck, man. Well, but if Randall out, I mean if Randall does play in this first yeah. round, yeah, top, I mean Thomas gonna get a lot of playing minutes. Oh yeah, but that's what I'm saying. After this season, you know, you know, we gotta find a way to make it play more because um you know he's gonna he's gonna want to leave. You know, at this rate, because we're not. He he's shown every time he like practically almost every game he plays where he starts or gets significant playing time. He you know he puts up the numbers. Yeah. You know. Still needs to develop a post up game though. I mean, he can run, he can jump. I mean, and sometimes he shows that he has outside shot, but still mm-hmm. needs to develop a post up game in the uh, in the paint area. Yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, well, hopefully, hopefully. Um, okay, so who, who do you think is gonna win this series, Cavs or or Knicks? I'm going with the Knicks. Definitely uh, Knicks and six. You know, I I like that as well. You know, um, but I think it's gonna go seven. I think I think Knicks and seven. It's gonna be tough. I think it's gonna go down to the wire. I hope I'm wrong. Hopefully, hopefully, uh, we could beat them in four or five or whatever. And you know, but um, I think we're gonna pull it off. You know, Donovan Mitchell. That's you got. You got to contain them. That's and uh, most likely, uh, Grimes is gonna be the guy who's assigned for that assignment. So. You know, hopefully we could, uh, you know, we could stop Donovan Mitchell and uh, keep the Cavs in check because that yeah. that team that team has been dominating us. Period, especially regular season. You know, with LeBron James, and then after LeBron James left, when Kyrie Irving was on that team, they still dominated us. Like that team has been like dominating us a, a lot. I think this year was like the the time when we actually, you know, beat them. You know, maybe a few times I think if my memory serves me right. But, yeah. but we always other than lose that, down there too in Cleveland. I know, like ever since LeBron left, been there, debuted. They, they've been they've been owning us. And then when yeah. when he got when he took his talents to Miami, you think, hey, okay, we're gonna finally beat these guys up. Nope, Kyrie, 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 and the 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 Cavs at that time was still whooping our behind. So, <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. I think I think at one point they won at least thirteen times against us in a row or something something like that to that effect because it was insane but I think um, 
I think we're gonna beat them. We're gonna. I think so too. I think it'll be a, a, a competitive series. Mm-hmm. I see the Knicks winning in six. Oh yeah. Because on paper, you know, everybody, you know, been picking the Cavs for, you know, even before the season, they're like, oh, you know, this is the team that's gonna win the final. You know, people, yeah, people were hyping it up once, once you know, they paired paired them up with Garland and 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 the you know the players they got on that team. So, but we we shall see. You know, we gotta we we gotta we gotta vindicate ourselves from not making that trade. Yeah, because you could have had a a, a a star player who's a Met and a Nick fan too, man. Like, I mean, you you can't get more blue collar than that, you know. I mean, come on. They people didn't anticipate that he would take his game to the next level. Like, they're like, oh, you know, Nick shouldn't get him because you know he, he's not a superstar. They need superstars, but like, they 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 doubt the guy's hustle, man. Like, when you when you um. Like you take, like if you're a star, a talented player, man, you, you, you ride, you, you know what I mean? You take your, you, they, they underestimate that he could take his game to the next level, which is mm-hmm. what I thought would have happened anyway. And he's doing that. He scored like what seventy one points in one game, uh, you know, earlier this year. So yeah, the Knicks have 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 a lot cut out for them. So I you know, might go, I might uh, go to a playoff game this year. Maybe. Hey, might be expensive, but we'll see. Hopefully they can win. Hopefully they can shock the world, but we'll we'll see what happens. Would you pay a thousand dollars for a playoff ticket? Hell no, I'm not. I'm, <laughs> hell no, I'm not doing that. Yeah, nope. no, that'd be too expensive. Shoot. I actually be, I went to a playoff game. The the most I've ever spent for any playoff game for any sport probably. Two hundred bucks, I think, maybe. And even that, it would, some people might think it's expensive. I mean, yeah, to me that's expensive. Shoot, it better be Game Seven of the Finals. Uh, these playoff tickets, <laughs> man, they could be, they they could be up there. They could oh be yeah, yeah, way up there. You know, so you could probably get some cheat in the, you know, depending on where you're sitting, you could probably get some cheats, but. Playoff time, the tickets are going to increase in price a bit. Oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt about that, for sure. But yeah, let's hope. We'll, hopefully, we can get out of this first round against the the Cavs and see see what see what happens. Yeah. And uh, sh- switching gears uh, to the Nets, the Nets, they're 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 you know, congrats to them as well. They um, they're they're going to the playoffs and. Uh, they're going to be uh, battling the 76ers, so this is this is going to be a a tough matchup, you know, because all eyes are going to be on uh, Joel Embiid. You know, can they stop this guy? Which um, I don't think they will, you know. But um, yeah, we, we shall we shall see um, what will happen because uh, the. The 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 Nets have lost, I think, every game this season to the um to the Seventy Sixers. I mean, no doubt about it. Seventy Sixers are one of the, you know, the obviously the one of the best teams, um, you know, in in the NBA. Obviously, they've been for for a while now. Um, I, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, the the Nets are going to um be playing against them. I think tomorrow to end the season too. 
Yeah, that that uh that series if they do end up playing the Sixers, that's gonna be a tough series for the Nets. Because uh, Sixers Embiid, uh, most people think that he's a, he should be the MVP, the MVP of this of this season. You know, of course it might it might actually go to Jokic, Jokic uh, because you know he this dude always gets triple doubles every night. But Embiid's right there. This guy's uh, he has a double double every night. Mm-hmm. And this guy puts up monster numbers, like close to thirty points. Double digits and rebounds, you know. So I, uh, he would be my vote for MVP, but he's he's gonna present a big problem for the Nets come mm-hmm. playoff time. They are, they have to try to impede Joel Embiid. <laughs> yep. And that's not gonna be easy. And then you have Harden also from the outside, so. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, they know firsthand about Harden. So. Yeah, that might be Harden's revenge game on the Nets. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And so we're gonna have some interesting, interesting series uh, coming. Yeah. Up. Oh yeah. And uh, hopefully, Jalen Brunson could have a career game in this uh, this playoff series, kind of like how he did, uh, you know, um, last year. I just hope oh, we all play well. The whole team plays well. You know, mm-hmm. spread the ball. You know, run play defense, get stops, and win the series. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm going to take a, a, a quick break, uh, and then we'll, we'll, we'll uh, you know, we'll talk um, about WrestleMania coming up. So, uh, yeah, we'll be right back. You've been listening to Sports Urban Legend. And uh, we're going to take a a break here, and we'll, we'll be right back.
Welcome back uh, to Sports of a Legend. Um, of course, I'm Wayne Ramo, and still with me on the other line, Macaulay Matthew. And uh, yeah, man, let's uh, let's dive right into uh, WrestleMania. Uh, what was your thoughts on WrestleMania 39 overall? It was a. Uh, I thought it was a good WrestleMania. Um, I mean, it wasn't one of the greatest WrestleManias. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought night one especially had the best matches. I mean, mm-hmm. all the matches were great from beginning to end. The weakest match I'd, pro- I'd say on night one was probably Austin Theory and John Cena. Yeah. You know? I, I, but I, even I, that I, match was was good, you know? But, um, yeah, the, night one just kept me on my feet, man. I mean, from the entrances to the finishes to, you know, just the matches overall. Um, you know, the Seth Rollins, uh, Logan Paul match was 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 pretty uh, entertaining. The um, Rey Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio, their entrances, and the match itself was great. Um, the, 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 no, actually, the Sami Zayn match was the next night. Um, what was the other no, match? No, 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 um, Sammy Zayn was, it was night one. It was oh, yeah, one. it was night one. Okay, yeah, right. It was night one. Okay, so there you go. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, night one was just spectacular. Mm-hmm. And then you go to night two, which was a bit disappointing. Mm-hmm. Didn't have any surprises. Um, no Randy Orton, right? No Rock. Um, no Stone Cold. No Stone Cold. No Lashley, you didn't even have Lashley challenging anyone. Right. That's your LA night. I mean, it was so disappointing. I mean, the only thing to look forward to was the Roman Reigns Cody Rhodes match, and that was even disappointing in itself. Oh yeah. So uh, night two definitely did, didn't live up to expectations, but um, we still had some good matches on night two. You had the, at the Edge, Finn Balor match, which was really good, and uh, I thought the Gunter, Sheamus, and the McIntyre. McIntyre match. That one was really good too. Mm-hmm. Those are actually my two favorite matches of uh, night two. Yeah, I can't argue with uh, anything you said, man. Like season, I mean, night one was um, was great, and night two was just a complete letdown. You know, the the way how night one was, you know, set up set the. You know, set the course that you're like, hmm, if this is night one, man, night, night two is going to be off the charts. And like you said, there wasn't that many surprises. I mean, yes, there was, you know, Shane McMahon coming. And I guess the only shocking thing about it is that he tore his quad, you know, in that um, surprise. And then, of course, the night before that, Pat McAfee popped up and um, fought the, the Miz. But, um, yeah, let's... Let, I'll dive more into that, um, but yeah, let, let's get right into the results right here. Um, Austin Theory defeated uh, John Cena uh, to retain the United States Championship, as we all, as I thought would have happened. Um, yeah, John Cena, man, that match lasted a little over ten minutes, and you know, basically, I mean, I guess the shocking thing about it is that Austin Theory. Um, it was a lot more easier, to, you know. You would have thought it'd been a lot more difficult to defeat John Cena. Yeah, he had he got the low blow, but you would have thought it would have took more to defeat John Cena. I mean, I knew Austin Theory was going to defeat him, 
But I felt John Cena could have lasted longer. And, you know, it was just an interesting – the way how John Cena fought, it was like – it was like it was his – it was like secretly his last match because, you know, like it was like how George Lucas says. It's like, you know, poetry. Like, you know, basically he started out his uh, first WrestleMania fighting for the United States Championship. Yeah. Um, I think that was like the first match in, in uh, WrestleMania 20 at MSG, if I'm not mistaken, against the Big Show. And then now, fast forward 20, uh, 20 what, 2023. And wait, that, that's 20 years ago. Now I think about it, right? No, no, no. Actually, WrestleMania, WrestleMania 20 was 2004. So, yeah, that was 19 years later. He's... Uh, fighting against Austin Theory for the same United States Championship, but this time in a losing effort. And, yeah, John Cena, I mean, this looked like this could have been secretly his last match, but I guess uh, next WrestleMania will tell. And then uh, moving forward, you had uh, Street Fighter. (laughs) That's a Street Fighter. (laughs) Street Profits. Um, you know, of course, it's uh, Montez Ford and Angela Darkins. They defeated Ricochet and Braun Strowman, Alpha Academy, which, of course, has Chad Gable and Otis, and the Viking Raiders, uh, you know, of course, Eric and Ivar. Um, in the, the men's uh, WrestleMania Showcase, Fatal 4 tag team match. I mean, yeah, I, I thought uh, Street Profits would win. And, you know, obviously they did. To me, I guess, I would say this was the weakest match of of the night. Yeah, night one. That I could think off the top of my head. But, hey, you know, it did its job. Street Profits was supposed to win. They wanted the smoke, and they got the victory. Yeah, I, th- I thought that, uh, I-, I thought the Austin Theory-John Cena match was the weakest match compared to the tag team. I mean, yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, they forgot about that. I just was, I just mentioned them. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, it is what it is. You know, she she profits. Um, you know, they won that match. And then, you know, um, you had the Seth Rollins versus uh Logan Paul uh match, which, to be honest with you, I wasn't really feeling this match. You know, coming off the bat. I mean, I knew it would be an athletic match, uh, knowing both challengers. I mean, but it's like essentially both guys, you know, they're both cocky and arrogant. You know, they want attention all the time. So it was like, mm, I mean, this match is going to be okay. But, you know, exceeded my expectations, you know, especially with the spot with uh, Logan Paul um, doing the, 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 the frog splash into the table, trying to hit. Seth Rollins with it, but Seth Rollins in the last second pulled um, KSI, who was secretly uh, the milkman, the, the the guy in the milk costume, and, and got the got got the the splash instead. Um, and then both of those guys were were were, were doing an homage to Shawn Michaels. You know, Seth Rollins was dressed up in like old school Shawn Michaels, and of course Logan Paul. Did the um the zip line like uh you know Shawn Michael used to do back in the days, 
Yeah, this was like a Shawn Michaels homage match. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was definitely that. Um, and Seth Rollins, you know, he got the victory. But Logan Paul, man, he's looking like a professional out there. Yeah. He, now, he... I mentioned on my other show that, you know, this dude is like uh, flying all over the place. He's He looks like a seasoned veteran. Oh, yeah. So, um, no doubt yeah, about that. WWE will for sure bring him back for uh, WrestleManias to come. So I wouldn't be surprised if he oh, yeah, wrestles sure. next year WrestleMania. Good, yeah. Didn't he wrestle last year WrestleMania when he was teaming up with The Miz? I believe so, yeah. And then that's when The so. Miz, turn, Miz turned on him? Yeah. And then you had uh, Trish, Lita, and Becky Lynch. They had like this uh, black and white NWO slash Sin City kind of intro. And then, of course, you know, they defeated uh, Damage Control, which has Bailey, Dakota Kai, and EO Sky. And to me, I, I felt like the only thing that would have made this match better is if they would have made this like a, a free bird, you know, with with the title on the line, you know. But in any case, you know, the, uh, you know, Trish Lee and Becky won. And, and damage control, man. They're they're looking like a weak team, man. They 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 talk big, but they can never win. They can never win the big matches. I thought they were gonna win this match. I think I, did I think I, I'm trying to remember. Did I think they were gonna win? I I, I think I thought they were gonna lose, but Trish was gonna turn on them. That's why I think that's what I thought was gonna happen. But um. Yeah, it was a good match. It's good to be wrong. You know, I'm glad Trish and Lita and Becky are so cool. And, yeah, it was a great match. Then you had a, a, you know, a major match. You had Rey Mysterio uh, defeating his son Dominic. And the entrances, man, were, were phenomenal. You had Rey Mysterio... Um, you know, giving an homage to Eddie Guerrero and the um, you know the the low rider with Snoop Dogg uh, driving it, and of course they had the the Eddie the, you know they had the um you know the nothing but a G thing song, and then they went to the you know a lie cheat and steal the Eddie Guerrero song, and then before that they had um Dominic Mysterio, um, giving us the backstory of how he was in prison. And um, you know, then he wore the the, Ray, the evil Ray Mysterio mask, and uh, yeah, it was a, it was a good match, you know. Um, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, that was. I mean, you can't even you can't fault the match. You know, you had Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny, um, doing commentary, and then um, you know, at the very end, when um, Dominic was gonna cheat and use the um, the chain to attack his father. Bad Bunny just came out of the commentary and uh, yanked the chain out of his hands, and then uh, you know Ray hit, you know, you know, did the, you know, end up doing the six one nine for the victory, which is going to set up their uh, backlash uh, match where Ray is going to tag team with Bad Bunny and uh, uh, Damian Priest. Is going to team up with Dominic, and uh, of course on Monday Night Raw, uh, um, Damian Priest attacked his his former buddy, um, who he teamed up with uh, last year, if I'm not mistaken, 
Um, but yeah, um, they're gonna they're gonna face off in a tag team match um, at Backlash in Puerto Rico. So that's that's gonna be an interesting matchup right there. Yeah, that uh, that the Dominic and Rey Mysterio interests. Those are the best interests I've seen in WrestleMania history. Especially, wow. especially the Dominic uh, Mysterio. I mean, going forward, the, the WWE needs to find a way to for him to incorporate that that anti Rey Mysterio mask gimmick. That'd be mm-hmm. great. I mean, that would uh, that would put him on another level if he if he uh, wore that mask. As as not only a homage to his father, but also as like a anti Rey Mysterio type gimmick, you know. He might, uh, you know, he might do that as like a Finn Balor, you know, how Finn Balor, you know, yeah. you know becomes a demon um, character in in big game, uh, you know, pay per view matches or premium live con- um, events as they call it nowadays. Um, mm-hmm. Yep, that might happen. Then you had uh, um, Rhea Ripley defeat Charlotte Flair. That was the best match of the night. Yeah, it was a great match. You know, um, Rhea Ripley finally got her revenge against Charlotte after Charlotte defeated her for her NXT title a few years ago. Um, yeah, vindication happened. Uh, Ric Flair thought this was the match that should have ended night one. Um. I respectfully dis- disagree. Um, uh, I'll get into that, you know, very soon. Um, and then you had uh, Pat McAfee defeat The Miz in a surprise match. Um, and then, of course, the match, the main event, the match of the night, which I, I you know, again, I disagree with Ric Flair um, because, uh, you know, the Sami Zayn story, you know, this guy has uh, been the MVP of WWE this this past year, you know, and I felt, you know, in a better storyline, he should have been the one that was that was fighting against Roman Reigns in the main event. But, you know, they had the plan of Cody Rhodes fighting against Roman Reigns uh, ever since he returned, so they had they, they wanted to go full speed up, speed ahead of with that plan, so. To me, I felt Sami Zayn earned the spot to compete for the title again, like he did uh, in Montreal. But yeah, we're gonna get into that uh, in a few minutes. So yeah, Kevin Owens uh, and Sami Zayn defeated the Usos uh, for the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championships, and you know, congrats to the to uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn because. Those are the guys who um, should have won it, for sure. Uh, what's your thoughts? You're talking about the Sami Zayn match? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I thought uh, I, I this match went, well, actually, we, we uh, me and Will had a bet that, that night when we were at the bar. We were amongst a bunch of wrestling fans, and my bet was that I thought Jimmy was going to intentionally cost the Usos the titles. He was going to do something intentionally. 
to call some of these taxi towns. You thought, or you betted that he was going to accidentally call some of the titles. Neither one of us was correct because the, the Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens got a clean win in this one. No interference. Uh, Jimmy didn't do anything. Or it was, is it Jay, I should say? I, I should say Jay, not Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Jay didn't do anything intentionally or accidentally to cost them the titles. And uh, they got a clean win. So, you know, kudos to Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. They deserve it. And, and hopefully they can hold these titles for a long period of time, you know. Maybe even uh, challenge them with the, um, the um, Montez and... Um, uh, Angela Dawkins. Yeah, maybe they can uh, challenge them. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Oh, they, uh, they already did on Raw. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. I forgot all about that. Yeah, you're right about that. But you might see, you might see, you might see upcoming matches with them. You know, because I don't think that's yeah. the only match that they'll have. You know, you'll have some pay per view matches between these uh, tag teams. I even thought that the 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 Street Profits was going to turn heel because they. They, you know, they kind of like was kind of teasing that when yeah. they were pushing them in the ring. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, let's, yeah, we'll, we'll see. So, congrats to Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. You know, you know, real life best friends, uh, known each other for almost twenty years. They, uh, they won. You know, this was the first tag team titles they won together. You know, since uh, I think uh, they were in a different company with each other, like uh, like over a decade ago. So you know, congratulations to him, to both of them actually. And then night two came, and after this, you know, after the you know Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, you're like, man, this interview was great, man. You know, ho- hopefully, you know, night two is gonna be great. If, if, if night one was this good, you know. You know, we're, we're thinking night two is going to be even better. Uh, but unfortunately, that wasn't the case. Uh, you know, you have Brock Lesnar defeat Omos, which, you know, I thought Omos was going to win this one because, you know, they would try to put over a new star. Obviously, my mind was telling me Lesnar's going to win because obviously Lesnar is better. But, you know, I would have thought this would have been an opportunity for Omos to actually get a win. You know, a big win, to, which would have been a feather in his cap, you know, beating Brock Lesnar. But it was short and sweet. You know, it was, it was what, less than five minutes. You know, um, Omos dominated most of the match, and then Brock Lesnar went on a roll and uh, hit the F5. You know, hit a couple of German suplexes, hit the F5, and went home, basically. Until you know he um, attacked Cody Rhodes on Monday Night Raw, but we'll we'll, we'll get into that. Then you have Ronda Rousey, Shayna Baszler, uh, defeat Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez, uh, Natalia and Shotzi, and of course uh, Chelsea Green and uh, Sonya Deville. Um, uh, yeah, Ronda Rousey and uh, Shayna Baszler won by submission. And a fatal four-way uh, women's WrestleMania showcase match. Um, Gunther defeated Sheamus and Drew McIntyre in the triple threat match uh, to retain his 
Intercontinental Championship. I thought Sheamus was going to win that since, you know, the Intercontinental title was uh, the title that eluded him the most, you know, in WWE. Of course, Drew McIntyre, he hasn't won that title since his chosen one days. So that was also a possibility, but nope, Gunter held on. Which was a, you know, good smash smash mouth match between the, you know, the three uh, European wrestlers there. Yeah, that match was, uh, I thought that match was probably the best match of the night two, when I mm-hmm. think about it. Uh, just yeah, ahead of uh, Edge and Finn Balor. Yeah, that was a, that was a, that was a, you know, a, a match that we all expected. We all knew it was going to be hard hitting, you yeah. know, with those three uh, wrestlers and the chemistry, all three of those guys having the ring with each other. Um, so, yeah, it, it lived up to the hype. Yeah. The only thing that was surprising was, you know, we thought Gunter would finally lose, but Gunter, man, he's been under, he's been uh, under, unbeatable, you know. I mean, the guy was, like, undefeated, I think, over two years uh, when he was in NXT. Um, but then, you know, but, you know, now he's a new Intercontinental Champion, and, uh, yeah, he's hard to beat still, so. Yeah. No surprise that he, he you know, he retained the title, but we just assumed that uh, Sheamus would finally win the title because, you know, they were definitely hyping it up that, this is shame, Mrs. I time. thought Gunter was going to retain it. I think that was my pick. It's possible, yeah. I mean, because, um, yeah, Gunter has been dominant. Yeah, yeah, cause I, I, because uh, he's been so, you know, on this winning streak. I didn't think he was going to lose the title. So. You were right about that. And another thing we were right about was Bianca Belair defeating Asuka to retain the, you know, the WWE Raw Women's Championship. Can you guess what Asuka's record now at WrestleMania is? Uh, I don't think she's won at WrestleMania. That is correct. She's 0-5. Yeah, that sucks. And mind you, she was undefeated um, all the way for like over two years from from NXT all the way to WWE. Do you remember when was her first loss? Uh, Charlotte, maybe? You got it. Yep. That that WrestleMania five years ago, that was her first her first what WWE loss at WrestleMania. Run the Royal Rumble. Uh, what she was like the first woman to win the Royal Rumble, the Women's Royal Rumble. Dominated, and then she 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 loses her first match. And it ended her undefeated streak of over two hundred two two what what two years, including NXT, and she gets her first loss, just when she was going to win the title. Man, it was like, it was like the nineties um the nineties uh, Buffalo Bills or, uh, Tom Brady against the Giants that first year with Eli. Yeah. Like she lost it at the worst possible time. That sucks. Yeah, on five man. I think she even t- tweeted that, you know, that maybe she should go back to Japan. So I mean, yeah, man, WWE, man, they need to. Yeah, man, she got snap. She got snap out of this um, this losing streak. For real, on five. Wow. And Bianca Belair, she's undefeated. 
at, at WrestleMania. You yeah. know what her her record is? Bianca's like two and zero right now. Okay. I think she's three and zero. Is she three and zero? I think oh. so. Because she beat Asuka. She beat I think was it Becky Lynch? Was it Becky Lynch last Did year? Did she win the title last year? She she. When did she win the title? Because she lost it twice. She won it twice, remember? She won it against, I think the first time she won it was against, um, what's her name? What's her name again? Um, uh, Sasha Banks. She, 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 um, was it Summer Oh, she beat Sasha Banks last, last year, ever so many? Was it last year or two years ago? Um. She, um, she, she, remember she lost the title to Becky Lynch, you know, at SummerSlam in like 26 seconds or so. Oh, yeah. Then she beat Becky Lynch um, for the for the title um, at WrestleMania. Yeah, let me see. I think she's 3-0. Let me let me make sure. I'm, I'm yeah, right. check that. Let me make sure. Let's see. Hmm. Bianca Belair... And Sasha was WrestleMania 37. Let's see. Um, yeah, there's a. Let me let me just double check. Um, to. Um, yeah, I was right. She WrestleMania thirty seven she beat uh Sasha for the um for the title. Then what was it? Um then last year she defeated Lynch to regain the title. And um and then of course uh what was it last she week retained. she def- she retained the title against Asuka. Okay. Yeah, so she's she's three and zero. She's undefeated. Uh, what else happened? So yeah, so you know, congrats to Bianca Belair there. Um, yep. Then um, you had, I think Bobby Lashley popped up. I think around this time, probably, or maybe before the Gunther match, because. WWE man, they really messed up. They really messed up. They were hyping. You have Bobby Lashley hyping up for weeks, for over a month that he's gonna be at WrestleMania. Of course, yeah, he was so he was scheduled to go against um, Bray Wyatt, um, but Bray Wyatt, you know, had an injury, illness, or something like that. They're saying so he, you know, that match got scrapped. But. Um, you know, Bobby Lashley was 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 hyping up the the match the whole time that he was gonna that he was gonna fight somebody, and, and then he ended up fighting anyone. Yeah, he only fought at you know the SmackDown, um, you know to to win the 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 under the giant battle royale, and then basically he just pops up in uh you know, in uh you know the, the night two hoisting the trophy and that was it like you literally could have used them in 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 the surprise any of the surprise matches with the Miz uh, yeah so basically 
Who did they use? Did they use Bobby Lashley? Nope. Did they use LA Knight, the other guy who's been hyping up a match, you know, for the longest time, you know, saying literally, you can't have an LA WrestleMania without LA Knight. They didn't use them. And supposedly there was a rumor that they both of those guys were going to fight each other at WrestleMania, and they scrapped that idea, which was dumb. Like, you, how you, how do you not use any of those guys? Like, that, it's an other joke. That's stupid. Very stupid. So, yeah. So, instead, what did they, who did they use? Here comes the money. Shane McMahon. Here, here we go. Here comes the money. And faster than the song can play, He's doing his Ali shuffle, and you know, before you could, before you could, you could say Shane O'Mac quad, and you know, and when this happened, I'm like, is this for real, or is this a, is this a, is this part of the plan or something? So then once they once I saw the the um the referee is, was about to motion the the um you know the um the medical staff. And then they, like, they purposely not showed, because, you know, like, um, you know, the fans know now, uh, you know, the wrestlers, when they do the X sign, that means it's a legit uh, injury. But, you know, since WWE knows we know that now, they purposely didn't show her, the the referee motioning, you know, you know, the, the, the um, you know, the medical staff. So I'm like, this is it. so then, and then they didn't focus on Shane McMahon at all. So I'm like, okay, this is real. And then sure enough, Snoop Dogg calls an audible from you know the Miz and gets gets a win, his first WrestleMania win. Yeah, that was a nice uh, imp- uh, um, that was some nice improv by Snoop Dogg there. Well, he's a rapper, so you know he's 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 you know he's used to freestyling. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so you know, props to Snoop Dogg. You know, after you know, coming out with Rey Mysterio the night before that, he um gets his first WrestleMania win. Um, and you know what? Shout out to uh, the the Hall of Fame people. You know, Stacy Keebler, um, Andy Kaufman, a long overdue um Hall of Fame induction. Yeah, well deserved. Uh, I'm trying to remember who else got inducted uh, that that day also. Um, oh yeah, Tim White, you know one of the greatest uh, referees, you know in WWE history. Is there one more, one or two more people I'm I'm missing that I can't think of the top of my you head? You said Ray Mysterio, right? Oh, Ray Mysterio, of course. How could I how could I forget Ray Mysterio? That's what, yeah, that's why I was, you know. You know, talking about it, yeah, Ray Myster- and Ray Mysterio. I, I, there could be one more person I'm missing too, but uh, you said yeah. Tori? No, no, not no. Tori. Um, Stacy Keeper was the first person I said. Wait, wasn't it Tori? No, Stacy Keeper. Tori, Tori. Oh yeah, it was Stacy. Right, right. It was Tori and Mick Foley. Um, you know, inducted uh Tori Wilson and not Tori Wilson. Now you got me saying Tori. Stacy. Stacy Keebler. Yeah. Um. Was there another? Was there another um, old school wrestler too? Uh, let me see. Or maybe maybe there was four or five people. Okay, let me let me do the math in my head. Stacy Keebler, Andy Kaufman, Tim White, Rey Mysterio, 
And was there one more person? Uh, I can't think of anyone else. Who's there? I think that was it. Let me see. Believe. Hall of Fame. Duck bees. Is there one more person I'm missing that I didn't uh, that I didn't um mention? Okay, let's see, let's see. Oh, oh yeah, great muta. Oh yeah, that's right. Right. I didn't even get the chance to see the list. He just popped, right. he, he popped in my head. Yeah. So, congratulations to um to all the 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 Hall of Fame inductees. Yeah. Congrats. That was a great class. Um. And then let's see, what was, what was it? Um, yeah, Edge defeated uh, the Demon Finn Balor. You know, in the Hell in the, first Hell in the Cell match in uh, seven years, which, which is why I've, I've been saying for so many years that Hell in the Cell, as as much as I love the Hell in the Cell match, it shouldn't be an annual event. It should only be for you know, like to to end a a, a big main event, you know. Especially, you know, at a WrestleMania, you know. But if you have a Hell in the Cell match, and you know it's a Hell in the Cell pay per view event, I mean, it's like it kind of kills the, the surprise of what the main match is gonna be. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you 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 can't have a feud at the Hell in the Cell pay per view event and be like, you know what? This match has been go- this this feud has been going on with us all year long. <laughs> Guess what? Me and you, we're gonna have a Chairs match. Oh my goodness. I can't believe it. This is the most craziest stipulation they could have at Hell in the Cell. A chairs match to sell the feud. Like, I mean, come on. Like, what are, what are we doing here? And that's why it made, made sense that they killed, they stopped having the Hell in the Cell pay per view event matches and have the Hell in, Hell in the Cell matches for feuds where it matters the most. Yeah. And not just a obligatory. One hell in the cell for the men's, and one hell in the cell for the women. You know, without even even if the 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 feud deserves it or not. Like, uh, you know, I'm I'm glad that they did that, and uh, you know, yeah, Edge Edge got his. That's a great match. Yeah, and and the most importantly, Edge got his revenge back yeah. against the demon Finn Balor. And that interest, he he also had a great interest as Boot Edge. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Demon Demon Finn Balor made his long way to uh, a do, a return. Yep. And uh, you know, Edge got his victory. He got his vindication for what they did to his wife Beth. Uh, you know, when they forced him to to, to quit in the I Quit match. And uh, that should end the feud, I presume. And now there's rumors that maybe WWE's trying to get Christian to come come back to WWE and, you know, um, have Edge, you know, have one more match with, with Christian, maybe team, tag team each other, go on a run. But I don't know what um, his, his, um, his, his um, con- Christian's contract is with AEW. I think he, he popped up recently uh, with his uh, longtime, uh, you know, uh, team member from Jung- was it, um, Jurassic Express, uh, L- Luchasaurus. So I don't know how long he's gonna have in uh, AEW, 
and not to mention AEW, um, FTR re-signed with um, with um, AEW and defeated the Guns, you know Billy Gunn's sons to be the new tag team champion. So congrats to them. So that's uh, you know a little brief AEW news. And uh, last but not least, Roman Reigns defeated uh, Cody Rhodes with a little a little help from uh, Solo Sokoa. You know, in a match which, you know, we all thought Cody Rhodes was going to finish the story. And I don't know. I don't know. If I, that was not, a, I picked Roman Reigns. Well, most, mostly everybody, including me, thought Roman Reigns was, Roman Reigns was going to lose. Yeah. You know, but, hey, you were right. Cody Rhodes did not finish his story yet. You know, he's going to have to wait a little while longer. Maybe SummerSlam or WrestleMania or Survivor Series. You know, he's going to have to wait a little longer. And uh, right now, Cody Rhodes is going to have to get his revenge on Brock Lesnar because Brock Lesnar attacked him when he was supposed to tag team with him uh, on Monday Night Raw. And I was thinking, man, this is going to be the first time Brock Lesnar is going to, you know, fight on a Raw episode, like first time in like over a decade. Yeah. And sure enough, I was thinking he was going to attack him, you know, when he first came out, you know, in the beginning of the show um, on Raw. And then afterwards, you know, then he turned, you know, he turned on, uh, you know, Cody just before the match started. And the rest is history. He just, I haven't seen um, Brock Lesnar, uh, like, destroy somebody like that since, you know, he did 16 suplexes on uh, John Cena or he bloodied, uh, Randy Orton that that paper that SummerSlam pay per view event many years ago. So yeah, all in all, night one was the better better event to be desired. Yeah. No Stone Cold, no Lock. Um. Yeah, that not too many surprise. Um. Surprises. I mean, obviously you had Shane McMahon, but he tore tore his quad. Um, but yeah, other than that night too, like left a lot to be desired. So hopefully next still year will be a lot better. Still turned to be a good WrestleMania. I mean, not great, but it was you know it was good. Mhm. And um, yeah, I guess that's about it. Um. Anything else you'd like to talk about before we head out? Uh, everyone, have a great Easter weekend, and uh, come back here. Check out Sports of Religion every Saturday at 11, only on Blockhead Radio. Yeah, man, you heard the man. Check, check out his, his his show, iMac. Check out my YouTube channel, Sports of Legend TV. Uh, check out this show, um, Sports of Legend, every Saturday um, at 11. Only on Block Talk Radio. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you all for tuning in to this show. Sports Urban Legend. I hope to see you guys next time. And uh, hope you guys have a, a great holy weekend. Uh, you know, uh, of course, after, um, you know, Good Friday was a few days ago. And uh, today is a Resurrection Saturday, uh, Sunday and slash Easter. And I hope you guys, you know, you have a, uh, Wonderful Passover, wonderful Easter day and holiday week. God bless. See you guys soon. Peace.
and most importantly, he has risen.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.